witches. I'm Felicia. And I'm Holly. Join us as we embark on a journey to discover the ins and outs of witchcraft and what it means to be a witch in today's world. Grab your grimoires, your crystals, and a hot cup of tea, and let's get get spooky. Hey. (laughs) Hey, girl, hey. How's it going? It's good. It's all right. Yeah? Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. It's doing. It's going. Yeah. It's just a, it's, it's just a tough time of year for me with yeah. the, my professional life. It's just a tough time of year. It's a, it's this time of year that I look to myself and I go, why? Why did I want to be an accountant? <laughs> why did I pay so much money and spend so many years of my life doing this? <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I feel like the, the seasonal depression. We haven't even had snowfly here yet, but the seasonal depression is really coming in hot for me. Mm, uh, yep. <laughs> well, it's true. I, so. I actually I had this conversation with somebody I work with the other day, and um, you know, we were talking just in regards to uh, you know, feeling tired, like yeah. more tired than normal. Yeah. And I I said to her, you know, because like again, I fundamentally believe that we are a part of nature, and subconsciously, mm-hmm. our body ebbs and flows with nature the way that it's supposed to. Yeah. And this time of year, it it is. Everything is dying. Everything is hunkering down. Everything is preparing for winter. Everything is storing energy and going into hibernation. And I think that our bodies definitely take a cue from the seasons, mm-hmm. even without us realizing that it's doing this. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And um. I can feel it this year, like even just in terms of like, you know, again, we've talked about it a few times here on the podcast, but living as far north as we do. Yeah. When the sun starts to go away for winter, it is very noticeable. So yeah, you get sunset at 4 p.m. Yeah. uh. Yeah. So it's, you know, (laughs) I it's so much easier in the summer to wake up because when I get up at 630 a.m., the sun is already kind of up. It's shining through the blinds. The room is a little bit lighter. It feels more normal getting up. Yeah. And now when I get up at 630, it is dark as fuck, like yeah. nighttime, and it doesn't feel right getting up. So like even just waking up in the mornings is like 10 times harder than it normally is. Oh, yeah. Have you tried out um, one of those like sun alarms? No, what's that? It's an alarm clock that has uh, like it simulates a sunrise. Oh, okay. So it'll start like about a half hour before you're supposed to wake up and it starts gradually getting brighter mm-hmm. and then it lights up your room eventually. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. The only thing is, is that like Alex gets up much later than I do, like an hour and mm-hmm. a half after I do. Yeah. Yeah. So like I get up at 6.30, Alex gets up at like 8. You can set it so, so. it doesn't have any sound though. Mm. Yeah. I just And th- if like, he can sleep he- through a regular sunrise. Eh, barely. <laughs> I turn like the bathroom light on and he's like, so, you know, I don't know. I got to I'll get into it. It's just uh, it's the the turnover, if you know Mm -hmm. what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Well, personal stuff out of the way. Um, Welcome to November. Happy November. (laughs) The best part of the year's over. (laughs) I had a blast at Halloween. Halloween was so much fun. I hope it was fun for you. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. I had a good time. Did you enjoy taking your niece and nephew trick-or-treating? Yes. Yeah. I bet it was so cute. They're so sweet. I love I love other people's kids. Mm-hmm. Ish. Mostly. Yeah. Mostly. Speaking of other people's kids, just super quickly. Mm. Kaylee moved back. Yes. Yay. Yes. 
How's she doing? Have She's, you seen her? I haven't yet. We're making plans. No. So I'm going to go and see so, her. When you make those plans, tell me when, tell me where. Yeah. And I'll come with you. Deal. If you want. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm sure Kaylee would love to see you as well. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so we have to make a plan to go and yeah. go and see our, our uh, witchy friend who's finally back because I desperately missed her. <laughs> you know what, though? It was probably so good for her to just get back to to the coast and the ocean and... Re-energize a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. Kind of just reground herself with that right so but i am also selfishly so happy she's back (laughs) (laughs) there's nothing wrong with that yeah (laughs) so holly's doing a tarot pull right now and the faces that she's making with the cards she's pulling (laughs) it just seems like it is not gonna be a good month ahead or the cards are about to beat us up Well, so I pulled three cards and I was like, mm, I wonder if I should pull five cards. So I like the little sneak peek, little sneaky peek ahead. <laughs> that was that face was a face of nope, we'll stick with three. Uh, <laughs> I feel like if your intuition's telling you five, <laughs> that those last two cards are a <laughs> much needed message, maybe. Mm mm. Mm-mm-mm. you're like no no we're not it's truly not necessary anyways so <laughs> we in november bitches let's see what it has uh for us here we've got the three of coins the emperor and then we have justice uh reversed oh so three of coins is mastery skill and accomplishment good reputation in work and business and expertise built on experience and craftsmanship very nice. So that's a that's a good coin. We like we that's that's a good card. We like to see that. <laughs> and then we have the emperor, authority, leadership, proficiency, wealth, stability, perseverance, endurance. Mm-hmm. You know, good things, all good things there. And then we have justice upside down, like reverse. So that one's not as fun. So- <laughs> no, it is not. It's all about like. <laughs> Doing doing something that you know is morally wrong. Well, and imbalance, right? <laughs> imbalance like it's and... it's not balanced. There's maybe a sense of self righteousness or mm-hmm. or um, some bigger bigotry or prejudice involved, right? Even uh, I've seen ones before that justice in reverse can represent like your inner critic as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, right. Yep, like your absolutely. inner critic is in full effect, and like you just may evaluate like your life and the things that you're doing with like a very harsh hand. Yeah. Yes. Sounds about right. So, yeah. I mean, I the the vibe I'm getting here is like, okay, you know, you're gonna, <laughs> you you are mastering something right now. You're going through it. You're you're fucking polishing that shit. You're getting it, getting it good, <laughs> getting it good. And your you know boss or whatever is going to be impressed with that, but you're not going to be impressed with it yourself. Yep. <laughs> That's. That's what I'm getting. Yeah. Um, that's does exactly that resonate with feeling. you, Felicia? So, so <laughs> fucking deeply. <laughs> so grotesquely deeply. So there's our little November tarot pull. Nice and quick for us today because I've got a decently chunky episode. So <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to talk about before we get into this? Or uh, I think we're good so far. I yeah. think we're good so far. I think we kind of covered our P's and Q's from our last episode. Oh, I actually do want to pop something in. 
from the last episode right now. Mm -hmm. Um, If you guys enjoyed that last episode and if you would like to have more episodes like that, send your stories in to us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there it is. I'm going to plug. I am throwing it in every chance I get from now on. I'm just going to have this little lovely little reminder. Send those in to us or send in requests to us, suggestions, whatever you like. We will read them because we read everything um, as much as they tell you not to read what people say about you on the Internet. We fucking do. So (laughs) (laughs) we see everything you guys put up there. Oh, yeah. So send us your suggestions. Send us what you like, what you don't like or whatever else. But mostly send us your stories. Yeah, that'd be great. Okay. That's it. Now we're going to have to record like an outro. Same way we have our little intro at the beginning of each episode. It'll be an outro and it'll just be like, (laughs) spooky stories. (laughs) You sign up a bitch. Just slap them into everyone. Every (laughs) single one. Love it. Absolutely. Those are some of my favorite episodes to to do, to me record. Too. Yeah. Me too. My there's some of my favorite episodes to edit too, because there's like not a lot of us like going off on a tangent. Or if we do go off on a tangent, it's like relevant to what we're talking about. <laughs> um <laughs> sometimes that doesn't happen. <laughs> sometimes not, but like, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like they're funner. Funner they are. overall. They are. They're a good time. I I enjoy doing them. Mm-hmm. Me too. All right. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Your mind, body, and spirit. And soul. Yep. <laughs> ready to get into this? All I right. Can't perfect. wait. So today, I am taking us somewhere that we, as a podcast, haven't really explored thus far. Ooh. Known for wide expanses of lush green fields, as well as large areas of rugged, rocky landscapes, Ireland, also known as the Emerald Isle, has an incredible sordid history with witchcraft. Their folklore is paralleled by none, and the expansive history will take us many episodes to get through entirely, Mm -hmm. Um, eventually. We're not doing it all at once, so don't worry. (laughs) I was like, oh, she's not lying. She's got a chunky episode. (laughs) No. Right now, we're actually going to start off uh, slow. We're just going to kind of dip our toe into the proverbial ocean of lore that's available to us. I love it. Ireland has incredible, incredible folklore. Oh, it's insane. Yeah. I know we we spoke about it briefly on the Faye episode where we talked about like the she and like the banshee and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But so surface. In terms of like, oh, yeah. It's so that's like not even scratching the surface. Yeah. And there's so much more to it as well. And then you've got like druids and all sorts of other stuff that we're not even going to look at today. But I think the reason why I haven't really gotten into it at all thus far mm-hmm. is because the pronunciations are so intimidating they are so intimidating it's it's so intimidating to me i can look at something and i'm like yeah that's how you say it and then i hear i do like a quick little how pronunciation <laughs> research and it's opposite of what i thought like it's completely yeah. different and i'm like cool 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 cool, cool. i yeah. need to rethink everything yeah <laughs> I, no truly irish pronunciations like they just they don't even follow the like phonetic the, alphabet it, at all. Yeah, well, the phonetic rules that us yeah. as English speakers know and understand. Exactly. Yeah. Specifically today, we're looking at one of my favorite broader topics, the Fae. 
Yay! And then more <laughs> specifically, one fae, we are looking at the puka. The puka. I like that. The puka. So the meaning of puka, which I have pronounced correctly, is puka. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that one. that one's not too bad. <laughs> it's so that, that one looks how it's spelled. It's so great. <laughs> or sounds how it's spelled. Um, it is from the old Irish word puka, which is spelled with P-U-C-A instead of P-O-O-K-A, mm-hmm. which means goblin. Goblin. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. Then there are many other variations of the spelling of puka, and they're all kind of like regional differences. So you've got, of course, the P-U-C-A, and then there's a P-L-I-C-A, which is plica, or P-H-U-C-A, fuka, or this one's really fun, and I'm not even going to guess how it's pronounced if it's not pronounced puka. P-W-W-K-A. Puka. There's not even an E. Like what is just what what noise does a W make phonetically? Okay, if if we're talking English speaking phonetic rules, anglophone. I'm an anglophone. Yeah, so W makes a W sound. Yeah, so it's it's puka, puka, puka. I don't know. So kind of similar but difficult. There are all sorts of regional variants. You can literally search up any of those items. It's going to bring up the same. I like the same creature, the same fey idea. Yes. Yeah. It is also possible that the origin of the word puka may come from the Scandinavian word puk, which is P O O K, meaning nature spirit. Oh, so I like goblin, that. Nature spirit. Yeah. Look column A, look column B. Yeah. <laughs> but no matter what word you are searching up, the puka is always a shapeshifter that can take any form it chooses. I like that. Terrifying, but so cool. They are considered to be the bringers of both good and bad fortune. Okay. And they can help or hinder rural and marine communities. So you'll never really Mm -hmm. see them in a city because they prefer like the wide open landscape of a rural town, especially when they choose a form like a horse. Yes. um, For reasons we will get to later. Okay. Well, it just makes sense. Like they would, they would fit more naturally into their surroundings. Exactly. Right. And there's like, more places to hide. There's yeah. more caves. All sorts of stuff. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, that totally makes sense. Plus, if your mm-hmm. like origin is a nature spirit, you're probably not going to be hanging out in a city. No. Exactly. Right. So. And then the pukas plural term is the pukai. I love that. Which is so fun. I love that. Anybody that has like a plural that's an I, like octopi. Yes. Yeah, I'm like, I'm in. I love it. Yeah, you can fuck with that. (laughs) Absolutely. So the pukai can have dark or light fur or hair, but typically they're seen with black hair. Oh, Black hair, black fur, and bright yellow eyes. Ooh. Mm -hmm. I just want to Google them really quickly. Do it. P-O-O-K-A. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Those are very interesting. There's all sorts... Oh, so cool. The TV shows you're seeing, like Puka Kills and just Puka with the exclamation point. Yeah, or Puka that's lives. Not, that's not the Puka. That is a separate Puka. Okay, That is the kind. one thing that is like, yeah, completely. I searched um, Puka Irish. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. Like these are kind of what I'm. Yes, yeah. So like kind of troll looking. They got yeah. horns and stuff. And then there's other ones where it's like a massive bunny. Bro, I kind of love these. 
They're dope, right? Yeah, like I'm like I would tattoo those on myself. <laughs> I love them that much. Yeah, pukas are pretty cool. They're pretty yeah. neat. Yeah. Sorry, I'll let you get back to it now that I know in my head what they look like. Yeah, you can visualize it. Yeah. Okay. So the creatures were said to be shapeshifters and they could take the appearance of horses, goats, cats, dogs, and hares, really any kind of animal they wanted to. Okay. And they could also take on a human form. Ooh. But typically their human form would include various animal features, such as ears or a tail. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Traditionally, though, and in most stories that you'll hear, a puka is seen as a dark, sleek horse with a long, wild flowing mane and the bright golden eyes. Eyes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very cool. That'd be so beautiful to see. Just mm-hmm. this, like, gorgeous, sleek black horse with these, like, bright golden eyes. Well, and the wild thing is that no matter what shape a puka takes, they always have the ability to, of human speech. They're always so capable cool. of communicating with humans. So imagine this, like, dark stallion of a horse with these glowing gold eyes comes up to you and just starts talking to you. It's like, hello. And you're like, no How's fucking it going? way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How are you doing? Yeah. (laughs) What? How am I? You're the talking horse. (laughs) In fact, they love to talk to humans. They'll even make an effort to kind of seek a humans out and regale them with these incredible stories and just... (laughs) I love that. Like fake stories. They'll just embellish the truth over and over again. Yeah. Tell like like, um, tales. Yes. And it was like a game to them almost, right? Like i love that so fun um and in ireland the puka seems to be one of the most feared fae possibly because it appears only at night and it enjoys creating havoc and mischief (laughs) but despite this there are no recorded incidents of a puka actually causing a human any harm Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. So they they just like to stir the pot a little bit. Shit disturbers. They, like, honestly, they strike me as the um, fae version of, like, a Loki, of, of, like, the Norse god Loki. Like, they just want to fucking stir the pot. Yeah. They just want to stir the pot, get it bubbling. They don't like boring. They just want, (laughs) yeah. Right? They're like, I don't want peace. I want problems. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they just they just wanted to watch the world burn. They don't yeah. want to light the match, but they want to watch it burn. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. If it's a boring party, we're going to like, I don't know, we're going to saw the leg off a little bit of the table so the cake falls on the ground. Exactly. And then watch exactly. the chaos that then ensues. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I love, I love that. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're so funny. I think they're great. pukas can be found in any rural location like we spoke about and every county in ireland has its very own like puka like like we spoke about earlier like there's regional variants right yeah and it's kind of idealized that like each county has a puka and that's like the community puka (laughs) i love that i love that you go to one community and like and I'm sure they probably name them in the same way that oh, other fae are named, right? And yeah. They're like, oh, this is our puka so-and-so. Yeah. Right? He's a little shit disturber, but he's a good guy. We love him. Yeah. yeah. 
It's like the town drunk. Yeah. <laughs> every town has one. Yeah. <laughs> every rural area, every rural community has one. <laughs> and they actually used to be much more numerous as well. Mm-hmm. But over time, of course, the the idea of them and the idea of the population of them has dwindled, right? Of course, yeah. They're the the faith in the faith mm-hmm. in the fae. Exactly. Yeah. Pukas like mountainous areas. They can run free while they're in horse form. And we already spoke about that, but that's fine. Um, (laughs) And then many small mountainous lakes and springs in Ireland are actually called puka pools or (laughs) pola puka, which means puka or demon hole. I love that. Puka pools. (laughs) Puka pools. I love that. That is so cute. Um, and then, of course, you know, during the Christianization of Ireland, yep. um, through the process of converting the pagan population to Christianity, some of those puka pools were renamed to St. Patrick's Wells. Oh, Whatever. okay. Puka yeah, pools yeah. is way better. Puka pools. I'm all for puka pools. Yeah. Get fucked, St. Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want nothing to do with your well. Fuck you and pools. Fuck you and your green beer. <laughs> <laughs> There are a lot of superstitions and customs about pukas that are still observed in Ireland. So these superstitions can vary depending on which region you happen to be in. But always the puka is associated with Samhain. Oh, cool. Very cool. Tying it in. Tying it in to current (laughs) times. So relevant. So, so relevant. Pertinent. (laughs) I love that. Um, So we all know Samhain is the harvest festival, and Mm -hmm. it's when the last of the crops are brought in. Anything remaining in the fields once the last of the crops is brought in is considered puka or fairy blasted. And hence, inedible. Okay. So, in some locations, reapers will even leave a small share of the crop known as the puka share. So cute. I like that. <laughs> like, and that's for the pukas. We'll just leave yeah. that. Yeah. And that, you know, keeps them fed, keeps them, like, it's almost like, um, what's it called? Like a it's offering. Like a, right? Yeah. Or like a symbiotic relationship where you're like, mm-hmm. if we leave a little extra for the pukas, the pukas are happy and they don't fuck around with us. Exactly. Right? And then on November 1st, the day after Samhain, it is known as the Puka's Day. Puka's Day. And the one day of the year where you can expect that the Puka will behave civilly. Well, happy belated Puka Day. (laughs) Happy belated Puka's Day. I love that. (laughs) Um, I mean, it's what now? November 4th? I think so. We are recording this beforehand. We're recording it like always recording beforehand but (laughs) see oh the seventh no 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 fourth it's the fourth fourth, i'm looking at october so yeah (laughs) it's it's november 4th right now so So, they're uh they're already back up to their mischievous ways (laughs) well all of november is kind of known as like puka's month too so it's no way that's so cool that's so cool also berries that have been killed by a frosty um, like by a frost overnight, yeah, should never be eaten, as it is known that the pukas spit on it, and that uh, makes them poisonous. Wow. Okay. So, like the frost that you'll see on the berries is this the frozen? Yeah. Ah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
okay. <laughs> You're like, oh, can't eat that. The poop has got to it. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. in some other locations at the beginning of November, the puka was known to either defecate or spit on other wild fruits and, and vegetables, rendering them all inedible and unsafe. Yeah, everything's poison. Can't eat any of it. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. It's basically like um like a folktale to warn children, like, don't eat the food after the first frost. Yeah. <laughs> Leave it alone. Yeah. If it wasn't harvested during the harvest festival, it's not going to be harvested. Yeah, okay? you leave that alone. It's not for you. Yeah. The puka's yeah. spat on it. So yeah. you don't want it anyways. They be spitting and shitting <laughs> all over it. So leave yeah. it alone. Yeah. You don't want it anyways. Yeah. You yuckies. <laughs> no, just... And although there seems to be common ground when you talk about the puka, some of the stories are alike and just differ on the minor details. So we're going to go into some of some of the stories here. Mm -hmm. So when a puka is in horse form, mm -hmm. this is like the most common story that you'll hear of a puka. Okay. He will spend his time and have fun by kind of hanging around outside of like taverns and bars and waiting for like <laughs> someone that had indulged in a little bit too many drinks to stumble out of the bar. Yeah. And he will offer them a ride home. I, yeah, as I, a I'm horse also, i'm also just picturing the fact that like you said pukas can talk to humans yes. always like oh, can yeah. communicate yeah. so there's just this like beautiful horse outside of a bar and someone this drunk you've had too much to drink <laughs> hop on i'll i'll take you home i'll get you there come yeah. on get right? on there and i could just imagine somebody who's like super super drunk being like that's no a nice way. horse there's no way that <laughs> fucking horse is talking to me right now I would be like, I would just imagine that I'm hearing things in my head. Yeah. And I'd be like, that's a fucking nice horse. Yeah. <laughs> hey, little pony, you want to go for a ride? <laughs> Hello, Mr. Nay. Nay, nay. <laughs> and when the horse, like, obviously understands you and talks back to you, like, I am the horse whisperer. <laughs> I am Caesar, but for horses. <laughs> I am magic and talking to this horse, and the horse is talking back now. Oh, shit. <laughs> am I a witch? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the, the rider will agree to this ride. He'll get on the back of the puka. Yeah, it makes sense. And Checks out. What will ensue is the wildest trip he will ever know. <laughs> because... <laughs> <laughs> oh that's good because the puka is going to take him jumping over hedges and rocks yeah and and making death-defying leaps over embankments whatever else and while this person racing. is like while this person is like <laughs> heavily intoxicated hanging on for dear life absolutely <laughs> and of course you know like it's it's a poop. It's, this horse probably doesn't have a saddle on it. You're riding bareback. You're probably holding on by the goddamn mane. Like, ah. <laughs> Drunk as hell. Like, I'm going to die at any moment. Right? Yeah. Like, just the wildest trip home you've ever experienced. I'm picturing, like, you know those cartoons where, like, like somebody gets on to an animal or something and it's mm -hmm. just like it shoots off yeah and yeah. all of a sudden they get off and they're standing there and their hair is like all disheveled like they just look disheveled and they're like, and they're like stumbling like <laughs> they're just like shocked that that just yes. happened yeah yeah that's what i'm picturing <laughs> i picture like the 
also a cartoon where like a horse is running and then the rider is just hanging on and their whole body is just flapping in the wind behind them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I mean, know that's exactly what I visualize. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and then eventually, like, and, and the horse is not taking them home. <laughs> no. The pook is taking them wherever the wherever they see fit, the all across creation, go. man. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then come dawn, the rider will get bucked off. <laughs> Wait, dawn? So like, yes. This- well, that's what I mean. Like- <laughs> so the pook is just like, get on, I'll take you home, and yeah. then for hours, <laughs> yeah, it's just like going nuts. <laughs> yeah, like imagine like you get on a roller coaster and you just never. You You're just can't not get allowed off, off of it. Yeah. <laughs> Until the sun rises. And that roller coaster happens to be a horse. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> but I'd love to watch. <laughs> um so yeah, the rider will get bucked off the horse around dawn and he'll just be left left there. <laughs> he won't be injured. He'll be none the worse, like from it yeah um but he's left on his own to find his way home after that (laughs) just incredible just incredible (laughs) so that might be like despite no one's ever being harmed by puka that might be where their kind of reputation um comes from for being (laughs) little uh, shit disturbers (laughs) yeah exactly right yeah they're not out to hurt Uh, anybody but they're like you're never gonna forget this night yeah well and during that like they have been known to like run through crop fields and knock down the odd fence oh um, okay yeah without without caring right because they they're going for a ride yeah (laughs) yeah but nothing that's ever like seriously harmful yeah yeah and then in other stories um they would actually sneak up behind like drunk stumbling people (laughs) and like just you know how like your dog like will go between your legs and just kind of like yeah grab you by like that right like they just stick their head underneath they would do that to these drunk people (laughs) (laughs) which would take them over (laughs) yeah Yeah. and and once again continue the wildest trip they've ever been on You are in for a treat today, sir. Right? So, yeah. (laughs) I love that. And it is said that even the sight of a puka would stop the cows from giving milk and the hens from laying eggs. (laughs) I think the puka would just be ripping through the fucking fence and they'd be like, ah! (laughs) Nope. (laughs) The cows are like, did you just see that horse with glowing eyes and a man flapping behind him? (laughs) what was that i don't know ma'am i'm not gonna sleep right for a week i'm not gonna lactate right for a week either (laughs) that's it oh my god i'm not gonna lactate right for a week after that (laughs) you know how we've talked about Mm -hmm. having merch (laughs) that is one of them (laughs) not gonna lactate right for a week after that oh man I love it. That's a good one. <laughs> um, other legends speak of the puka joining groups of travelers, befriending them, and speaking knowingly of their pasts, as well as predicting future catastrophes that would befall them. Oh, okay. So regardless of what kind of shape 
the puka would be in. So they may not mm-hmm. be in a horse shape at this point. They might be in a human shape or cat or dog or whatever else. Yeah. And just like befriend these people that are traveling along at night. Oh, that's <laughs> kind of cool. I like that. Because right? here's the thing. I would totally fall victim to that. Because like if I was just walking along and this dog like came trotting beside me and was just like, hey, I'd be like, come on, little buddy. You yeah. want to go for, you want to come with me? What's your name? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. A puka would get me 11 out of 10 times. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Without a doubt in my mind. Yeah. Without a doubt in my mind. So, of course, you know, as all Irish do, the puka love to chat. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) they'll um, happily, you know, shoot the shit with you, give great advice, make prophecies. And in some rural areas, you will see houses that have a bench on the right side of the door. Yeah. And the gatepost on the right will be smooth. Whereas on the left, there will be like a rockery or some sort of like uncomfortable garden, whatever. Okay. And this is because good puka would sit on the right and more mischievous puka will go favor the left. Left. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of cool. Right? That's cool. I'd love to go back and look at some like uh like look at old homes mm-hmm. in in like Irish cool. history. Yeah. Like books or something just to yeah. see if you could see like, it and be like spot a puka bench. Yeah, right? Where you're yeah. like it, it's not something that like people talk about in history books, but it's something that no. you could look back on and be like, Oh, like there's the like the lore kind of living mm-hmm. in the time, right? No, exactly. So cool. Well, it's just like um Side note, sidetrack. Um, just like in England or in London specifically, if you walk around, there's a bunch of like um, fences that are made of like these metal posts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Those metal posts were actually used as stretchers in World War One or World War Two, and okay. they were repurposed into fences. Oh, and you will wow. never find that like in other. Yeah. Air- wow, that's so cool. I didn't know that. Isn't that neat? Yeah, yeah. that is neat. I didn't know that. More you Look know. at you. You're fucking smart. I have so many things in this brain and none <laughs> of them are important. <laughs> <laughs> none of them are important. <laughs> Not a single thing. Lies. I got recipes. I got names. I've got obscure historical facts that will never serve in any sort of, sort of normal conversation. I love your random historical <laughs> facts. For years you have told me them and for years I have loved all of them. <laughs> and then like a large portion of my brain is just Harry Potter trivia. So <laughs> it's fine. Everything is fine. I all do great in school. <laughs> in Hogwarts you would. I would do wonderful in Hogwarts. <laughs> Anyways, back to pukas. Sorry. Or, or the pukai. The pukai. Yep. So the pukai have kind of the same opening introduction that they'll use to kind of start up a conversation with someone. Okay. Especially outside of their home. So they'll come up to you and be like, I think you're, you must be new here, I think. Many years ago, I lived in this house. And then he'll tell like this incredible tale of how like their family lost the fortune or they were swindled out of their money and lands. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just this like grandiose story that they'll tell. Very cool. About this house that's a complete farce. And (laughs) 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 yeah, again, just just stirring up the shit. You're just sitting there like, wow, amazing. (laughs) My favorite thing about like all these stories of like how Puka would converse with people yeah um you like you could just sit and chat with this puka for hours and hours and then all of a sudden they'll just disappear 
poof, like yeah, literally just like a puff of smoke gone. Yeah. Won't say goodbye. They'll never <laughs> say goodbye. And you'll be left wondering if that time spent with them was even real. <laughs> just one of my favorite things. Like just always leave them guessing. Yeah. Never. Never let them know your next move. <laughs> Is it is it spirituality or schizophrenia? <laughs> puka will not let you know. They was it a puka or was it mental health? <laughs> um, and they'll never leave any sign that they were there. So it's truly incredible. So you're like wandering mystery. around trying to like, yeah. like, no, I was talking to this guy <laughs> for hours. He was telling me this story about how he lived here and how this yep. house was da 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 da. And the neighbors are probably like, you're fucking nuts. Like, you're nuts. Like, nobody ever lived in this house before you or something. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I could see it. That's so funny. It is said that when we see rain falling on a sunny day, that the puka will make an appearance that night. Oh, okay. So, so sun showers brings pukas. Bring puka flowers. Yeah. (laughs) I like that. I like that. So, lastly, I am going to share with you a tale from storynori.com and it is called the piper and the puka oh i i love this it is a traditional tale from ireland and this one specifically has been adapted from a collection of stories by the irish poet wb yates Ooh, cool i've yes. heard of wb yates i've actually read yeah. short stories by that yeah. author so the reason why i've picked this one to tell you is because it's been adapted for english speaking fair and therefore we won't have any issues with pronunciations and whatnot so or you ready (laughs) yes yeah all right let's go the piper and the puka a long time ago in county galloway on the west coast of ireland there lived a boy who played the pipe to be precise he could play exactly one tune on the pipes which was black rogue okay he played it often enough and earned good money for this single song. (laughs) One night, he had been performing at a gentleman's party and was returning home in jolly spirits. As he crossed an old stone bridge, slightly swaying from side to side and piping his one and only tune, the puka came up behind him. Ooh. (laughs) Now, in case you don't know, blah, 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 it just tells you about, like, what the puka is. Anyways. We've already discussed this. So <laughs> listen to the rest of the episode. <laughs> uh, but sometimes the puka might look like a horse or a goat or a goblin. But in this case, it walked on two legs and had horns on its head. Oh. The puka gave the piper boy such a hard shove in the back that he fell right over, landing on his pipes and squeezed all the air out of the bag so that it made a sound like a cat. So we're talking bagpipes <laughs> here. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but this boy had fighting spirit in him. He was soon back on his feet and he grabbed the fairy creature by the horns. Can I just interrupt really quickly? I love yeah. that you kind of referred to the puka as like Loki earlier in yeah. this episode. And now this puka specifically is very kind of like physically appearing similar to that of like the Norse god Loki with like the horns and human Giving and serious Loki vibes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. I just had to say that because I was just like, what a coincidence. <laughs> so the boy grabs the puka by the horns. Get over but here. The puka, however, 
had the strength of the supernatural. Mm. And he easily picked the lad up and placed him on the side of the bridge. So I think he like probably sat him down on the edge, like, calm down, bro. (laughs) No, sir. (laughs) And the puka said to him, any more trouble and you and your bagpipes will be swimming in the river. (laughs) Grab me again. (laughs) You go catch these hands. (laughs) Exactly. Now stand up and play Shan Van Vocht for me. I have no idea if I'm pronouncing that right. Probably not. (laughs) That's okay. Um, Now play whatever this different song for me. And the boy said, I would gladly, but I don't know the notes because he only knows the black The one song. Yeah. Yeah. And the puka says, put wind in your pipes and I'll put the notes in your head. Oh. (laughs) I don't know if I totally like that, but let's give it a let's give it a crack. So the boy blew with all his might and he played the jig. Wow. So well that he wondered at his own skill. That would be pretty crazy, though, if you could only play one song and then, like, all you of see sudden, this puka, you're like, okay, just blow. And he's like, yeah, just blow. And then all of a sudden you're like, yeah, like just knocking it out of the fucking park. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, what? Like, <laughs> amazed at yourself. So like, cool. I'm a prodigy. <laughs> I am. I'm incredible. I'm amazing. I'm, yeah. I'm the, the next, next Kanye best West. thing <laughs> in all sorts of bagpiping. <laughs> And the boy said, well, you're a fine music teacher. How come you're so keen to teach me these new songs? Yeah. And the puka replied, well, tonight there's a feast in the house of the Banshees. Uh-oh. And you shall play for them. <laughs> I would not want to go into a Banshee's house. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, the puka transformed himself into a horse. And the boy had little choice as he climbed onto its back. Fair enough, I guess. Hey, right? Like, I mean, what are you going to do? do? Yeah, really. Yeah, there's nothing you can say at this point. Like, the the spook is like, I've taught you how to play. Now yeah, you're going to come go. play for some. Yeah, you're yeah. Coming now to you're going to play the banshees. Yeah. yeah. So, with this, the puka dashed over hills and through bogs, uh, and finally they clattered down a road to the gates of a grand country house. The puka knocked three times on the door with his hoof, and it opened by itself. They clip clopped through. Into a grand dining room. Here, the raucous cack... Sorry, the raucous... 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 Ruckus? Ruckus. The ruckus cackling, shrieking, and chattering of a hundred old women filled the air to the rafters. (laughs) Oh, no, thank you. (laughs) The banshees were in the midst of a magnificent feast. Wow. One of them stood up and raised a goblet of wine to the new arrivals. Welcome, Puka, she called out. Who have you brought to us riding on your back? <laughs> oh, I got like, goosebumps because I would be like, <laughs> I do not want to be the piper. <laughs> and the Puka replied, the finest piper in Ireland. Wow. Then the piper boy stood on a chair, blew into his pipes and played jigs and reels, waltzes and polkas. The old ladies all took to the floor and danced in a frenzy until the first morning light kissed the window panes. Oh, wow. The puka called out, time to pay the piper for his tunes. And each of the ladies threw a gold coin into the musician's cap. Wow. So he's getting a hundred gold for this. Yeah. Wow. The, the boy's eyes boggled. Of course. By the tooth of St. Patrick, he declared, I'm as rich as a lord. Before he left, there was one more surprise in store for him. 
A goose came into the dining hall and started to clear up the tables. The boy looked at the goose and said, I know that goose. I took that goose from Father Mulligan's garden last Christmas. I swear, my mother, my sister, and I ate her all, except for one wing that we gave to Mary next door. And then oh. she told the priest that it was I who had stolen his bird. So this Piper boy stole this goose. A goose. Ate it with his family. For Christmas. So yeah. he had a Christmas goose. He stole it. They ate it. And then shared it with the lady next door. And the lady tattled on him. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Can't trust anybody. <laughs> but fortunately, neither the puka nor the banshees held a poor opinion of the lad who stole birds for his mother's table. I mean, it, that's if you're going to steal. If you're stealing to eat, it's not stealing. Yeah. Sorry. That's how. Right? Yeah. Right. That's I, I, fine. No worries. Yeah. Yeah. If I see you stealing food at, at a grocery store, I will not even bat my eye. Yeah. <laughs> I saw nothing. Yeah. Enjoy your apples. Exactly. Yeah. The boy mounted the puka once again, and they rushed back to the bridge where they had met. From there, he returned home on foot. Mother, he called out as he came through the door. I've just come from the house of the Banshees. The puka carried me there on his back and returned me safely to the stone bridge just 10 minutes ago. His mom's probably like, what? His mom's like, son, you've been at the whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You must How be drunk. How long have you been at the bar or yeah. at the pub? And the boy insisted, I've not had a drop. And he took out his purse and emptied the gold coins onto the table. Wow. There, he said. See the proof? I'm as rich as a lord. But his mother said, Dearie me, you've had more than a drop. For they were not gold coins that spilled out of the boy's purse, <gasps> but acorns. Oh, no. <laughs> no, you were so close. <laughs> Fairy magic, declared the boy. But you'll believe my story when you hear my skill on the pipes. <laughs> I can see where this is going. <laughs> he blew into his pipes, and at first he made a sound like all the geese in Ireland were screeching at one time. <laughs> he woke the neighbors who came to, to complain and then to mock him. Why are you doing this? You sound like shit. Look at you yeah. over here. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> but gradually, the boy's pipes came back into tune. Oh. And he began to play marvelous music. Oh, amazing. Later that day, he went to Father Mulligan's house, the man who he stole the goose the from. The goose from, yeah. And told him this story. Father Mulligan said, you are nothing but a thief and a liar. Oh. But when he heard the boy play the pipes so wondrously well, even the priest wondered if there was some truth in the tale. And yeah, so fair. as long as he lived, the boy was the finest piper in all of Ireland. Wow. That's and so that cool. that is the story of the piper and the puka. Well, yeah. And like you said earlier, too, the puka always like never leaves yeah. any signs that they were around. Yeah. Right? So. Oh wow! Could you? How sad would that have been? Like, look at all this gold. I'm super rich, mom. <laughs> yeah, and then she's rich like, in acorns. You fucking idiot. Yeah, get these goddamn <laughs> acorns out of my house, for real. Oh, I love that. And then he, well, and it's so cool that he got to be like 
he got I mean, good he did get good because like here's yeah. the thing he he really could make a living and you know quote unquote make a name for himself as like the best piper in ireland exactly he could exactly. become as rich as a lord yeah <laughs> absolutely like that that's so cool i like that story the piper and the puka yeah so with <laughs> that cute. that is our first little uh dip of the toe into our irish folklore history everything <laughs> ocean of knowledge massive yeah just a massive pantheon of information so yeah I do love, I will say, I love, like, Celtic, Druid folklore. Yep. It's just, um, how do I say this? It's just a lot of, like, fun. And I find mm -hmm. that the lore doesn't take itself too seriously. Like, there's yes. so many stories of, like, even, like, this cute one where it's, like, you're going to come play some music for the Banshees and then you're going to go home and be a good bagpipe player, like, you know, I find sometimes like there's some folklore that is like very serious or has like this like um moral undertone where it's like these yeah. like the characters or the protagonist has to learn like a like a I don't know a lesson. <laughs> and like <laughs> I do love that like Irish and like I said Celtic Druid folklore sometimes like the stories just exist for the sake of the story and that, like yep. nobody actually has to learn anything from it no exactly there's not yep. always a lesson to be learned which is which is awesome yeah and then i also like i love um the celtic deities yes. and whatnot like and how they a lot of them were kind of adapted to christianity and like these ancient deities are now portrayed as saints in catholicism or in, in christianity and yeah so yes. i feel like that's also very interesting and yeah. that's definitely something we will be getting into in the future <laughs> yes <laughs> that's, see but here's the thing when we first started this whole journey that's like one of the most beautiful things about this is that mm -hmm. there is just so much to explore yes that we have i don't know I want to say like endless content, even oh, though absolutely. I even though I don't like calling it content, but the, the possibilities are endless on what yeah. we can cover. The possibilities yeah. are endless. It's true. It's <laughs> yeah. true. Yeah. The future is so bright. <laughs> and if we get bored with that, we can spread it into more supernatural things. I yeah, mean, I still it's find all part the, of the, the same supernatural umbrella. is like part of the occult. Oh, absolutely, truly, absolutely. right? And I think. As we've kind of moved our way through the podcast, we've started off talking about like witchcraft. And then I mm -hmm. think as we have like learned more about what witchcraft is and all of these like subsets of, uh, I don't even know what to call it, but like these like categories, if you will. Yeah. And I think that really the, the term occult is just the right term. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I really enjoyed yeah. this. This was a cute episode. I really like it. I thought it was topical, you know, with um with November being here and Yeah. You know, we did the Samhain feature last year for our, you know, end of October, beginning of November episodes. So Yeah. Figured I would uh keep with that tradition, but maybe not do it quite so kick off Puka month with uh <laughs> with some stories about the Puka, the Pukai. Exactly. Yeah. So Make sure if you find any berries outside, don't eat them. <laughs> any extra, any extra veggies, don't eat them. Don't do it. It's too late. It's they're, pukas now. Yeah, that they're covered to the in puka. Po they're covered in pukai poo. <laughs> <laughs>
and spit. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, you don't want it anyways. It's gross. It's rowdy. <laughs> it's yuckies. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's all I have for us today. I really enjoyed it. I thought that was awesome. Thank you. Yeah, I thought. But I lo- I loved your first Faye episode as well. Oh, I'm probably going to do quite a few more episodes on various. Oh, yeah. um, phase there is so So, much there is so much exactly and um yeah like even just in each different region there's so many so it's it's a lot it's good i love it it is vast (laughs) as you said before endless content really it is it is like endless content on the lore on each like mythical being from the fae yeah is so in-depth and so ancient and so old that we can do a full episode just dedicated to one type one yeah yeah one kind exactly (laughs) so i love that yeah (laughs) the piper and the puka i love that i'll never forget that story (laughs) (laughs) i love it (laughs) oh i love i love but i don't know i've always been such a fan of fantasy oh me too so good well, thank yeah. you so much, Miss Holly, for bringing that oh, to us. You are so welcome. It's always a good episode <laughs> when we get to listen to something that you're really passionate about. Oh, yeah. And I love... I'm just like, yeah. I don't know, man. I'm crazy about the fae and the folklore and the, the history and, and all that. Yeah. So that's my fucking jam. Oh, get out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But uh, yeah, do you um, listeners, if you guys have a folklore or a tale, a fairy tale or a story that you would like to share with us, do it. Share it with us. Yeah. (laughs) Literally in any form you want, in a comment, in a DM, in a voice clip. A TikTok video. A TikTok video. Make a video, tag us in it. (laughs) Right. Somebody else made a video. You like it. It makes you think of us. Tag us in it. Yeah. 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 Literally. Anything like that. Anything. Any way you want to communicate with us, except maybe like psychically, because we haven't uh, mastered that yet. (laughs) Let Tori know and then Tori will tell us. (laughs) That'd be hilarious. That would be hilarious. (laughs) But uh, no, seriously, tell us because we'd love to. Or, or, you know, if you have a favorite fae type, Mm -hmm. let us know and then maybe we can look at doing an episode about that. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. So. We love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in for another week of, um, I don't know, awesomeness. How else do you explain this? Except for sheer genius. No, it's just, just... I'm so humble. (laughs) I'm so shook by this. I'm not going to lactate for a week. (laughs) I'm not going to lactate right for a week. (laughs) This is uh... what you come for. Are you not entertained? (laughs) But uh, yeah, like Holly said, make sure you send us spooky stories or comment anything to us. We love hearing from you guys. We love figuring out what you guys love. Um, Another way that you can do that is you can leave us any type of reviews on Mm -hmm. Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. Stitcher even has a rating option Ooh, yeah I did so not know that. whatever way you want to do that we also have our website which we have ratings on there as well so go yes. ahead and rate us in any way you want let us know what you like what you don't like and it'll just continuously help us shape this podcast into something that this whole community can love and uh 
you know, yeah. celebrating. So we love you guys a lot. Um, and yeah, stay spooky. Bye.